This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Slacker and Steve. Uh, did nobody learn anything from Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> Probably not. Like you, we, We've got a great mate debate here, and they're trying to um, nip young love in oh, the bud. His side and her side will get it straight. It's like a Steve's great mate. Uh, yeah, we have Paul, we have Shannon, and we'll figure out who's a Montague and who's a <laughs> Capulet. Uh, all right, Paul, you won the coin toss here, so you get to give your argument first. Paul? Yay! Yay! Um, how can we help? Okay, so um, my daughter is. Uh, senior in high school, uh, and she's deciding where to go to college right now. Um, and she's been pretty set for as long as I can remember on going to Michigan. And okay. she got in, which is amazing, but she has a boyfriend uh, who is still in high school. He's a junior. And now she's saying she may want to go to school closer to home because you know, he's going to be in high school and it'll be easier on their relationship to do it. And I just think they're way too serious for a high school relationship. I was in high school relationships. I know those things don't last, you know, it feels like it's going to be forever. And then a year later, you're like, I don't, I don't care. Right. It slips your mind. Or if you do care, it's, it's, it's so seldom the real deal. And so I don't want her to sacrifice her future and, you know, a great school, something she's wanted for a long time just because, you know, she's in love with this guy right now. Let's pretend we can all agree before we even get Shannon in here. We can all agree you're right about that. What are you suggesting? Okay. You, like, uh, uh, Yeah. So I, I'm suggesting that my wife and I sit down with her and have the talk and say, Listen, I know it seems important, but some things don't last forever. And I think she should, you know, start to wind that relationship down and understand that <laughs> it's probably not going to last forever. It, it, yeah. Um, nothing makes a relationship that. last longer than somebody saying well, it's not going to last very long. Yeah. Especially when it's your rebellious child. But let's, um, that, I, you've made some good points, and I'm sure you've had to make all these to Shannon in the past, but let's get her side and then, um, We'll get a jury in here. Shannon? Yai. Yai. Uh, where do you land on this? Uh, well, I feel like Paul's overreacting. I mean, Haley's a great student. She's got tons of friends. And she's just like any other teenage girl who's, you know, she has a great relationship. It's sweet puppy love. And, uh, you know, my opinion is that it's not hurting anything. It's not hurting anyone. We should stay out of it at this point uh, because the more that we push her about it, the more she's going to just push back against us. And she's going to, you know, she's going to rebel. It's like that's how teenagers are. When your parents are trying to put restrictions on you, it just makes you want to push back against them even more and do the thing that you really don't want them to do even more. And I think that, you know, look, she's about to become an adult. She needs to make her own decisions. And where she wants to go to college is one of those decisions. And, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing if she was closer to home and closer to us. (laughs) Um, You know, um, but look, and, you know, my husband, he's never been a teenage girl before. So he doesn't know what it's like. (laughs) And if we try to step in, 
you know, that might just push her farther away and she may never forgive us. There is that. So my feeling is that the hands-off approach is the best approach here. And you know what? I mean, her boyfriend is a super sweet guy. I wouldn't hate having him as a son-in-law. Oh, my God, You never can tell. You never can tell. Maybe they really are, are going to go the long, you okay. know, the whole long haul. Yeah, you definitely know that when you're a senior and a junior. Um, <laughs> 303-222-5423, or you can text in at 51059. Shannon, have you given any thought to, like, if she blows up Michigan in favor of Red Rocks Community College? Nothing wrong with that, but, like... Can you think? I mean, well, there's you know there there are good um, other options for her closer yeah, to home, but like that's what she decides to do. Okay, so no part of you wants to save her the struggle of 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 making the wrong decision. I think that she, I I really think that you know she is gonna she needs to do what's right for her because I don't want her coming to me and saying, you made me do this thing. You know, you made me break up with my boyfriend and I'm miserable now. You know, okay. I, I think that, look, she's going to, you know, she's about to turn 18 and that's when you can start making these more adult decisions. Her education is yeah. her choice. Who she's going to be in a relationship. That's her choice. I have to cut my apron strings, let my little <laughs> girl fly a little bit. You know, okay. I mean, we're going to be there for her no matter what, but I think that my husband needs to maybe, you know, dial it back a little bit. Let her make her choices. Okay. And she will have to, you know, make that bed and sleep in it. And I feel like she has a lot of good options no matter what she decides. Paul, have you given any thought to to what happens if you try to stop her from dating this dude? I feel like we have a good relationship and we could talk it out. I'm not saying Absolute no, but I am saying letting her know in no uncertain terms that she should be making all of her decisions based on what she wants for her future. And that's impossible to do as a teenage girl because, I, yeah, I haven't been a teenage girl, but I dated teenage girls when I was a teenager, and they don't know what they want. <laughs> and you have to be 25 to rent a car, so maybe some decisions shouldn't be left only <laughs> wow. okay. a teenager. Yeah. All right. Uh, why don't you guys hang tight, and we're going to get you a jury real quick. Uh, hang on. Um, what is her life going to be up to her? She's accepted to Michigan, dude. Yeah, it's huge. I and she's gonna put it on hold for a boy. And if she for love, what she what she perceives as love. Correct. Yeah. But I just if I've never known any man, woman, or child, if you tell them no to something <laughs> like love, that they just go, Okay, you're right. You, no, thank Especially you. a person who's she's like, You don't understand our love. You don't understand. Yes. So if if you have any advice on helping Paul talk her out of it or tell, helping Shannon see that maybe they do need to intervene on an 18-year-old, uh, they could use your help before Haley skips out on Michigan and stays here for college. 303-222-5423. Slacker and Steve. We're trying to help out um, Paul and Shannon. Yeah. It's really not their decision to make. It's their daughter's decision. She's supposed to go to Michigan, but she's dating a younger man now thinking she wants to stay in town for college so she can be closer to her boyfriend. Yeah, maybe not to college. Is this is the same level as a Michigan, and the boyfriend's still in high school, so... So Paul's like, listen, you're making him this this kind of love never works out. You need to go. Right, it's business, baby. And Shannon's like, maybe he's the one, and maybe we shouldn't meddle in our daughter's life. She's gonna They're, be 18. Yeah. So Paul, Shannon, uh, we're gonna get a jury in here. Not that you have to make your child's future plans based solely on this, but um, let's get started. Feel free to jump in. Um, Cindy. Yeah. Whose side are you on? I am on his side. The reason is I was in the exact same position, and my now husband's father gave him the advice, let her go and see how many other jerks there are out there in the world. She'll be back. (gasps) And we've now been married 37 years. Wow. Did you go and sort of sew your... I did go. There are a lot of jerks out there. (laughs) So you think it's just... 
you're so you're on his side, but you're saying let her. Oh, you're saying encourage her to go, but correct. Just okay. Yeah, you're yes. kind of letting let, her. Let, yeah. Yes, and let her know. You know, she'll discover it'll survive. There, she'll see there are other jerks out there. So will he. And if it's meant to be, they will be together. If it's meant to be, it'll survive. It'll be. It'll be. Okay. Oh, that's good. Thank you for the call, Cindy. Um, let's keep going here. Julie. Julie? Yes. Yeah. Hi. Uh, whose yes. side are you on? I'm on mom's side. Why? Um, I married my high school sweetheart, and we have been together 40 years. No way. And I would also Gross. say, yes way, yes way. And I would also say that if it doesn't work out, she still has that opportunity to go to Michigan. Um, there's nothing lost there. She's still getting an education. Do you know how many people make it work with their high school sweetheart, though? You know, I, I have three close friends, and all four of us um, had high school sweethearts, and we are still married to them. So... Maybe it's something in the Arvada area that yeah, caused that. Maybe it was in the water, yep. but it worked out for four of us. You guys don't know anybody else. You don't know any strange. You've, you, the only person you've been intimate with is the same kind of, right? You've never been with anybody? You never ventured um, outside your... Uh, yes. Ventured oh. outside. Good for you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. Um, that's that's one for you, Shannon. You've you got a vote there. We're, looks like we might be going back and forth a little bit here. Terry? Yes, yay. Yay. Whose side are you on? I'm on Dad's side. I was Haley. I gave everything up. I was dating a high school boy. And what happened was, is when she became a senior, she went out of the college she wanted to go to, and I got stuck going somewhere I didn't want to go to. Oh. Yeah, here's a solution. Encourage the relationship of long distance. Say you'll fly him out and a couple times throughout the year and see if the relationship works. But don't, I mean, Mom, I appreciate you want her to stay close to home, but you're a parent. You should be guiding this. I I feel for Haley, and I hope she makes the right decision for Shannon, would you be open to that, to encouraging the long distance thing? You know, I would, of course, if she thought that that was what she really wanted. I just, my thing is I want her to decide what she wants to do. And I just don't want her, I don't want her thinking I'm standing in her way of anything. But sometimes a parent go to Michigan and she wants to fly him out. Okay, fine. But otherwise, you know, she's really hung up on. She wants to keep this relationship close and stay closer to home. I don't want to stand in that way either. Yeah, okay. I'll fly him out. I'll get on the plane with him and go. I'll I'll do the whole. Thing. Nobody wants that. I'm sure you will. Nobody I'm sure wants you, you will. out there with them. A couple you more, and we'll tell you time. the uh, yeah. we'll tell you the verdict, Madeline. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Whose side are you on? Um, her side. Why? Um, so my husband and I started dating when we were 15 and 16 and he decided to stay in Colorado to go to college so we could stay together. And now we have a kid, we're married and I, yeah. So you, because it works for you, you think everyone should do it? No, but if it could work out, might as well try. She could always go to college later down the, down the road somewhere else or, you're right. Yeah. He could settle for like a CU or uh, a... Easy, Tiger. Wait, that's your alma mater. Uh, it is tied up right now, so this will be the deciding vote. Here we go. Melody. <laughs> okay, well, I'm on the father's side, but I think both parents could use some guidance. Okay. And here's the deal. You want it to be a win-win for everybody. You certainly don't want to tell the young lady to break up with her boyfriend. That's not even what the issue is about. It's about getting her excited about the college she was accepted to and showing her how she can keep it all. Wow. Nice. So so, so talk to her. You do the love and logic thing. Take what they think the choice is out of the way <laughs> and offer two other choices, like Michigan or Michigan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll just buy her a sweatshirt, you know, right. like put the stickers on the car and- 
<laughs> Melody, you sound far too intelligent to listen to this show, but we appreciate it. Shannon, it was close. Yeah. But in but, the end, he beat you. Like, there's oh. some other people on hold right now. He's yeah. he's kind of starting to take a lead. It's it's you. I mean, you don't have to force her to break up, but you you shouldn't allow her to make a bad decision. That she's been excited about Michigan, Shannon, and she shouldn't let a boy Wait, stand I know, between the way. I know, I know that. I know. Here's what I'm saying. I think I, I there were a lot of good ideas thrown out here today, but I think we should talk to her and say, listen, we think you should go to Michigan, and we also think you have such a good relationship with this guy there you go. that it'll last. <laughs> Play into it. Yeah, it'll yeah. last. It can if it's a good relationship, it can handle a thousand You're miles. Right. You're right. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, look, I just want what's best for my daughter, and that's, you know, I want her to be happy. No matter where she goes, no matter who she's with, I want her to be happy. Nice. So. Well, if she ends up with a degree from CSU, nobody's going to be happy. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Thank you guys for being on there, Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. Once again, Steve, our resident astrologist, no, has brought in. anti <laughs> I will say this, dude, you, you, like, we can go back and find the evidence. The last couple times we've talked about stuff like this, Am I wrong? He's kind of no, turned they, a corner a little bit. Yeah. You did. You. I mean, you have a very, like... You were uh, reading that Galileo book earlier, too, I saw. You were kind of getting into it. <sighs> you, you did. <laughs> Dude, I'll go find your horoscope for it's today. It's all bunk. It's not, though. Remember that one day I read it, and it was like things that were actually happening to you? It was like... You will buy a travertine tile. <laughs> it ended up buying tra- yeah. Uh, but I didn't know it told me to that, yeah, though. I well, did it on my own. It did. Um, so this, this is your fatal flaw based on your horoscope sign. Finally, there's negativity attached to it. Finally. <laughs> there's almost always negativity I would say mainly negativity. <laughs> oh, I always thought it was positive. Well, the positive. I don't know. I just, maybe I just, I'm a negative person and I read my horoscope that way. <laughs> Negatively? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's always like, you'll come into riches when know, you spend right? time with your family. I'm like, oh, because I'm not getting rich. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you meet a guy named Rich, and that's what... Right, what it's it, like, it's uh, totally not I already you know would... a guy named Rich, and he doesn't like me either. <laughs> um, all right, so there's only three... In the four of us, there's only two, three signs three. represented. Yeah. So let's go through the other signs that aren't ours okay. for anybody listening. Like Capricorn, you need to work on being less condescending and pessimistic. God, I could be a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> this is where this is where I kind of jump on Team Steve. Thank you, because they do just they throw down a generality, See, and then you attach things to the generality. You're telling me that everybody in this room couldn't work on being less pessimistic. What do you mean by that? Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, we'll skip over Sag because that's you, Scorpio. You're a bit of a control freak, and you have a hard time trusting people. This could be Ooh, yeah. also. Me. <laughs> I know. That's my son. Oh, I don't scor- think I don't think Slacker would be that. By the way, what you don't think I'm a control freak? I guess half of it. <laughs> <laughs> or you don't think I have a hard time trusting people? Yes. Oh, I'm 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 pretty untrusting. Yeah. I pretend to trust people. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I'm just waiting for all y'all to screw me. To over. fail you, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I'm constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yep. In I fact, am. I assume you're doing it right now. <laughs> like I'm looking over I'm my getting... head constantly, especially when you're in the room, Steve. What? <laughs> I'm like, just... You're on the verge of majorly disappointing me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine it's being just my not son? You, buddy. It's... Like my son has to just be like, God, <laughs> what can I do right? Uh next, Libra, hard work. Uh, it's hard work, but you have to accept that you can't always please everyone. Well, because they're people pleaser, probably Libras. Mm. That's me too. Yeah. Yeah, you are a people. Am I every sign? Yeah, but so far. Yeah. Is there like a? Is it like when you donate blood? There's the like <gasps> universal blood type. Is there yes. a universal? I'm sign? I'm O positive. I'm O positive sign. Wow. Is that the universal donor, or is that uh, A negative? I always forget. AB AB negative is the one that's hard to get. Do you yeah. know your blood type? I no no red. Everyone, liquid giving blood really does save lives. You do. You I survive. used to do it more often. That's the other problem that I have. I stopped doing it, so they call me a lot. But I, I'll get back on the bandwagon. I think they're in our parking lot, like every every other every other. We're one Tuesday a month or something. Yeah. So if you want to see my blood, come on down next Tuesday. <laughs> uh, a couple more here, Virgo. You can be too analytical and too much of a perfectionist. Once I'm not being facetious. Again. These are all me. They are kind yeah. of. They're general. I don't. Okay. I'm on Team Steve here. Uh, <laughs> Leo, your need for attention and validation cripples you more than it helps. Jesus. 
That's... You are the universal sign. I am the... Okay, a couple You're more before we get to us. Uh, one more, actually. Gemini, you can come off as inconsistent and wishy-washy. That's the first one that's not. Yeah, that one's not me. Wishy-washy. Is that anybody in this room? Mm, yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm indecisive. Yeah. As demonstrated by this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you, Tiak, you're a Taurus, right? Yes, yep. I don't think this is you. I don't oh, think so either. To be honest, I don't either. But you think it's you? Yeah. Yep, very. If, if very you're a Taurus, so. it says you're too stubborn for your own good. Mm-hmm. You have never... Yeah. Please don't take this wrong. <laughs> okay. I don't remember you ever standing up against it. Like... <laughs> digging in his heels on yeah, something. No. Yeah, Like, you're a go-with-the-flow guy. In what way are you stubborn? Um, I don't know. I, there are certain things I latch on to that I can't let go, um, that I, like, annoy my family with. My wife would definitely say I'm stubborn. Oh. Like, if... Yeah. If the, so I, we don't see the real side of you. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure thing, boss. <laughs> uh, all right. Since Steve is the one who's the poo-poo, we'll do you last. Okay. Aaron and I are Aries. This is not me. It says your impulsiveness mixed with your lack of patience can be a little much. Well, the, pa- the patience. The patience part is definitely Definitely me. you, yeah. Let's speed this crap up. Yeah. But in fact, impulsive? In fact, when you assemble something at home, you always you're the guy with leftover. You're always such a rush to get it together that there's always like leftover things or there's because things or you, not. like when you buy things, especially I can't remember if it's IKEA. There's certain brands where you the first page it's got a picture of what you need, like a wrench, a hammer, a screwdriver, and then it has a clock and it says 45 minutes. I'm like. Hell no! See that's and the I problem. try to do it in half. Oh, I can get pro- it done in half. I can. I've almost always assembled furniture and everything else in in half the time. Because you because you want to get it done fast, and not right. Correct. It's both fast and yeah, right. Okay. If you can sleep on it, okay. is it not done right? I know that's a bookshelf, but it's like we can still see, dude. Trust me. If you get IKEA furniture, you want me on that wall because I've bought all the Allen wrench things oh, okay. for my drill. So instead of sitting there going, all right. All right. I'll I'm give, like, oh, I'll give I am NASCAR. Okay. So you're saying you have a lack of patience. I, I have that part, but I'm not impulsive. I Okay, I'm a little impulsive. Well, All right. The last one is you, Steve. All right. And we get to decide in this room if it's real or not. It's so opposite. You need to learn to open up and stick around for people to see you for who you are. Don't be so closed off. That is so <laughs> not. That's the opposite. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Slacker and Steve. So this is a weird thing. It's kind of a public service. I, like, I grew up with not a lot. And if I saw a dollar bill on the ground, I would absolutely pick it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But a sheriff is saying, don't do it. If you see a folded dollar bill on the ground, definitely don't pick it. Do not I let your kids pick it up. I don't know they're saying folded and not like rolled up. The weird thing is they did have it folded down into like an eighth. 
for oh, some reason. interesting. So I don't know. Do you think rolled up because somebody has snorted yeah. something with it? Like, I, I mean, I'll still probably pick it up. I'm broke. Oh, <laughs> no. And then unroll. They might have snot in there. Gonna... Or it's not about the <laughs> snot. It's it about the drugs that are inside of it. Oh, that... do, do they carry drugs in, can... inside a folded bill? You can. It's, oh. we, they call that's it a... what it is. That's They're why. carrying the drugs in the folded it's a bill. Folded. It's like deck. They used to call them a deck. You used, used to use magazine to make oh, it. Oh, you did? Yeah, you can use it. Like the little, the little inserts yes. that Slacker would put in them? I didn't put those in. I collected them. Oh. I, I worked at the mailing station that picked them up. I've never understood the money, like people using money to do drugs. I don't I don't understand. Just like I never understood in high school when kids would party and they're like, yeah, we're going to meet in the school parking lot to party. They're like, That's like the dumbest place to go. You're going to get in double trouble. You are. Why? You, and then like, why are you there now? Because you know no adults are going to be there at that time. You go okay. to a place where you know, okay. if you go to the grocery store parking lot, people are coming and going. You go to the library, some library is not terrible, but we, yeah, we hung out on the school playground all the time because you know, teachers at, by four o'clock, <laughs> bye, janitorial staff, bye, like you could roll in. We were on the track of the middle school. Yeah. That's where we drank. In the summertime too. Oh, yeah. Like it was our job. <laughs> I guess that makes some sense if you know there are no adults, but if, if I were an adult looking for kids, I'd go. I well, think now I you know, know where they might yeah. be. Yeah, we're on the track. The only place they know where to go is the school. <laughs> but like the logic that you're getting at is... Why use your money it could, for also, this? Also, what's there, more filthy than money? Yeah, that's true. That's hard-pressed to find anything filthier than currency. But are, do drug users get to a certain point where they have their own paraphernalia? Like I have a glass straw or something? Yeah, you Oh, should. so you're cool then. That and you, there's certain things you don't want to be sharing with other people. Oh, yeah. So you don't hand your bill to another, your buddy. Yeah, we would. But if you ever stop to think what you're doing, you, you probably wouldn't do it. But we're just, we're cokeheads. So we don't really. Oh my God. So that's the point is the reason we're doing this public service announcement that really sounds like we're encouraging drug use. We're not. <laughs> don't pick, don't let your kids pick up money on the ground because in Tennessee or somewhere, they started finding dollar bills. They pick them up and they test them. And there's. There's cocaine on them, but there's also, I don't know how to say, is it fentanyl or fentanyl, which is the right way? I think both are acceptable. Fentanyl? Good question. Um, And the amount of fentanyl that will kill you is so minute, especially if you're a child, that your child could just- Three milligrams. Three milligrams will kill an adult. Yep. An average sized adult. Can I ask a question? When's the last time you've heard anybody say, yeah, I had a kick-ass fun weekend with fentanyl? (laughs) I don't Never. Is fentanyl fun? I don't think anybody's doing it. I don't think anybody's doing it on purpose, Correct. I think what's happening is there are, so drug dealers aren't regulated by the FDA, and so they're like, well, I have a little bit of heroin, so if I mix some of this in there, which is also like heroin, then... Then it'll. Then I can stretch it farther. Okay. But there, since they're not measuring it and not like mixing it properly, three milligrams. So I mean, like there was like those six comedians out in L.A. and they just bought yes. some oh, other yeah, recreational yeah. drug, and five out of the six of them are dead. Son of a. You, there's a there's a picture on the internet. I'm sure we'll put it up on our Facebook page. But it's like a penny, and then they have the grains of fentanyl next to it that it would take to kill a person, and the penny dwarfs it by 3,000 per... It is the most dangerous thing on the planet, and apparently it can even kill you if it makes contact with your skin. But but do you have... Is it euphoric before you die? Or I what's think the, so. Okay. I think it's like yeah. heroin. I'm oh, it's sure. a depressant. Oh, it's an yes, opiate. Yes, okay. I think so. Yeah, I think I think pharmacies, you can get it. I think you can get... I think it's used... Prescribed? when you're When there's not enough opium or whatever, op, whatever that is. Um, and like, yeah. I think hospice might use it some, but then it's just, it's just a a better, it's a purer, it's the meth to Coke. Meth is to Coke as fentanyl is to heroin, I believe. It's like, isn't meth a synthetic version of that? So bad at the ACT. (laughs) (laughs) Lawnmower is the shoebox. (laughs) (laughs) So what are they... um, they're just saying don't pick up money. But why are they? Le- are people leaving them as like a trap? Yeah. What, they're leaving why, them why, around or they're dropping them on accident? It's drug people just let crap fall out of their pocket. <laughs> <laughs> or like you just, you think you use it. Like I'm just saying like we, like just stuff falls out. It's a folded dollar bill so it's probably got a little bit left in it. And you were just like reaching for your car keys after you shot up and the money falls and then some kid picks it up and your kid could get really I just hurt. found the penny photo. 
Oh my gosh, that is like the size of Lincoln's nose on the penny. Yes, like that much of this stuff will kill you. So. Luckily, I'm so lazy that I wouldn't even bend over. It's <laughs> but like now you know there's drugs in it. I'm definitely in a bit. <laughs> Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. I don't think we've ever tackled no, this. No, no, no. You got, no, do what you did like five minutes ago. Okay, bust it. We want to talk about bus stories. Yeah, yeah. Every um, it's it sounds really weird, but there was two separate school bus incidences. Were they both in Utah? I don't know. Um, one one Utah elementary school kid complained uh, the driver was losing it on some kids who were backseat driving. Um, and the driver says in uh, some video or something, if one more person says, where are we going? I'm going to shoot them. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Now, I don't know if you know, we've talked about it recently, how saying bomb at, a, at an airport's a bad idea. Saying shoot to children. Mm, yeah. Also, bad idea. You would think yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> Not wow. a great thing. And then there was some other Utah school district about an hour away. Uh, the bus driver started going the wrong way. Oh. On a, like on a one-way street. When I was growing up, I distinctly remember, it almost seemed like that's where they got their school bus drivers, was like from AA. Okay, what? Because <laughs> they, well, I mean, did you, did did you, anybody ride the bus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You all rode the bus? Yeah. Wait, Steve, you rode the bus? I did. In fact, our bus driver owned the bus barn, so we got, boom. Yeah, we were... Wait, what yeah. benefits do you get from that? Not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> soccer, I know the owner of the <laughs> Don't pick me up at my house. I don't want to go to the bus stop. Shut up, really? Yeah, yeah. Because the bus drivers, like, the only time I was ever on a bus was, like, oh. to go to, like, a field trip. Okay. But they just mm-hmm. smelled like an AA meeting. They just smelled like <laughs> like donuts and coffee. And, oh, okay. You know huh. what I'm saying? Yeah. But then every once in a while, they'd be like, oh, Tom doesn't do his route anymore because he was hammered. What? If you have to deal with like 70 screaming kids, how do you not? Oh, you get high. You don't get drunk. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like the bus driver on The Simpsons. What's his name? Otto or whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I forgot about it. Full on. You have to be that. You got to be a little bit. Depending, which would be harder, elementary or high school? Uh, ooh, louder uh, elementary. I think I'd rather deal with high school. I would too. Yeah, they're making mm-hmm. out though. They're having relations. But I think though. at that point you you just stay out of it. Oh, you're that's right. not your problem. But the little kids are jumping around. You got to stay in your seat. You, you're more. Although, yeah, but you can manhandle them. You're, you're yeah. not. You're don't. T- you're touching your clientele. No, well, or well, you can just break check them. Once all their heads heads hit the like seat in front of them simultaneously, yeah. well, see, I always like that big mirror that the driver has yes. the school book because they can see it. Every although they can't, because I remember somebody lost uh, their V card on a bus and they didn't How? get busted. Uh, it was like a band trip bus. Oh, okay. By the way, we want your bus stories, but they don't have to be school bus. They, I mean, right, yeah. they can city be any bus, bus like yeah. Greyhound, yeah. City, but oh, oh 16th yeah. Street Mall bus. Oh, people get knocked <laughs> oh, over. I, was I was almost killed by that stupid That's day. right. You weren't even paying attention. Because I'm just wandering the streets. Of, yeah. Gung, 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 they're like, get, 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 well, that mirror doesn't have to stick out that far. Weird, but there's nobody coming too. behind you. You're not on a road. <laughs> <laughs> you're the yeah, only. What? Yeah. So we want to hear your bus stories 303-222-5423 or you can text us at 51059 i had like a hybrid i rode a city bus to school when i was when i was a a young young child yeah you didn't in elementary school we lived too close to the school so the bus was like you could just walk but it was a little too far for our age so we had to have the city bus come we bought city bus i remember going to like the real the bus depot and buying our passes that hung on our backpacks. We were the only kids that had them, and the city bus would pick us up in front of our house every day. That's and then sweet. You re- and then it took you all the way to the school? Yeah, like a few blocks. With adults. It'd be like With, adults on their way yeah. to work and stuff? Yeah, exactly. And we'd get on. We went to private school. We had our uniforms and everything, and we looked. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't really even know. Yeah. Like, it, it was, I didn't know that that was possible. I, I didn't think that was an option. Yeah, I, it's very strange looking back on it. It seems odd. Um, but then we rode, a, a, once we moved houses, I got to ride a real bus with other kids. And that's why I started getting made fun of. Because I was still wearing the uniform, so they'd call me Preppy Longstocking. You weren't <laughs> even going to the same school as the other kids on the bus? No, because they went to the public 
school. And we went. I haven't even heard of that either. Yeah, you, oh, a school bus just goes to one school. Yeah. So it's, it's not like they're, it's not like you're getting picked up at the Cancun airport and they're like uh, stopping at a Barrel nah. Star and then hitting yeah. the Emerald of Dreams. Uh, it's like, when you know the owner. You get on. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, it was like the school district and had multiple schools in it. So they would drop off the private school kids. And then after school, we'd have to go and wait at the public school because they got out like an hour after we did. Oh, so I would yeah. sit on the bus and just look at all the. They had way hotter girls at the public school. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there was somebody who felt a tug. They were in Indonesia. They felt a tug on their head. Somebody had cut 16 inches off their hair on the bus. What? Oh. That is years of years growth. and years. Yeah. Says Steve with his says Tiak with his man bun. <laughs> um, there's another one that I wanted to get to. This somebody said the red line in Chicago. Somebody will ask to look at your shoes. And if you let them, he begins to lick them. What? Mm. Have you not, like, so I lost my license because I was a speeder because I was a courier. So I had to ride the bus for you a little while. ride the bus. I had to ride the bus to DIA because I was throwing bags. Dude, there is a cross section of is Americana is really? on a bus. There's always somebody high okay. for sure. Nice. But can you get high on a Greyhound? How, why do you remember? Because that? I don't even know how you got on a Greyhound or where you were going. You're rich. You're right. Like, why would you be on a bus? <laughs> You're right. Me and two of my buddies, we were in high school. I forget where we were going to. We were out in the back. We right in the back. One of my buddies pulls out, you know, the, the paper towel roll? Yeah. That Just that cardboard? Yeah. He'd taken that and a sheet of uh, bounce, that fabric softener, and tied it over the end of the hole of the... Uh, so paper. that's going to make it smell good? It is. You, you blow your pot smoke into the roll, and that sheet of bounce masks the smell. Who thinks that actually masks the smell? No. It worked I, on a Greyhound bus. Yeah, they, they, they opened it on a Greyhound. They were getting high with you. Probably. They weren't mad. They weren't even hiding it. They're not hiding it either. They're like, just blow it in my face. Get a load of those weirdos back there. <laughs> Trying to pretend they're not doing it. Yeah, I mean, there was on my buses, there was always a little bit of everything. And then there'd always be like some old woman standing up and no one would give him their seat. Not even you, mm. apparently. Well, I'm not going to be the one. <laughs> Is it someone going to help her? <laughs> there was more virile people than me. I was trying to sleep. I had to throw bags. <laughs> Shut up. It's not my job. <laughs> what are you doing here, old lady? You're rich. <laughs> All right. We're going out on a limb here and yep. we think you have a bus story. Woo! Greyhound. Public, school, yep. whatever. 303-222-5423. Slacker and Steve. There are a plethora of stories of weird incidences happening on buses. Yeah, big time. Including people smoking pot thinking no one can smell it because they use bounce. They didn't, Slacker, I swear they didn't smell us. <laughs> they were, we're riding the dog. You're what on kind a of bus, people? we're <laughs> riding the, the Greyhound. There's Is people. that really what people say? Uh, we call it, the, yeah. Ride the dog. The funny thing is, you don't even know where you were going. I, I can't where could you have possibly needed to ride the dog to? I can't well, some school bus rider decided to, uh, <laughs> you know, oh. tell the kids she was going to shoot them if they didn't stop asking her questions. So yeah. that turns out to be not so good. Uh, Kevin? Yay. Yay. Bus. Bus it. <laughs> Boom, boom. Uh, what do you got? So, yeah, so I was a, a volunteer for Head Start Preschool, um, actually along with my mom, and we took the kids on the RTD bus uh, to downtown Los Angeles, and we were letting the kids out of the back of the bus, so my job was to hold the bus door open, so these, it was probably about 15, four-year-olds to help them get off the bus. Okay. And uh, as I was holding the door, um, this guy went and grabbed this old lady's purse and I held the door open for him and he just ran right past me. And, uh, there I was standing there, like watching this guy run down the street with a purse and looking at these kids and had to make a decision on if I should stay with the kids or go chase this, uh, this purse robber guy. Hold on. Time out <laughs> right, in your story. Right. Steve and I have to like decide what mm. we would do. Uh, I would, okay. I think, I think Kevin stayed with the chill. He was responsible. You, you, Cause he, he sounds like a wuss is what you're trying no, to say. Oh, I didn't well, say that. <laughs> he was doing it with his mom. So yeah, I think on, he, he was a little younger. I'm going to, um, I think as a guy who used to do like loss prevention stuff, you'll get in more trouble sometimes leaving your post. Oh, than, okay. so it's like he could have got in trouble if he chased okay. the purse guy but personally i would chase as as the heroic human that i am oh, you would have i would have chased. chased down the uh purse person what'd you do kevin 
Well, I was I was a heroic human, so my mom was there volunteering also, and I looked at her and she said, "Get him!" <laughs> so you, so I bailed, man, and I uh, I ran after this guy, and he probably had about fifty feet, seventy five feet head start, and I just started booking it, chasing this guy, and he ran into an apartment complex, and I followed him into the apartment complex, and. He went left, and I went through the apartment complex, and I didn't know which way to go. And then I went right, and then I ran down the street. You guys aren't going to believe this. I, I ran through the apartment complex, got to an intersection, and there was a motorcycle cop right there. So I stopped. I stopped, and I waved the cop down. I go, hey, man, this guy just stole a purse. And I kid you not, this was back in, like, 1985. Okay. And he says, get on. So I Hop <laughs> on, bro. Oh, oh my god. So now this, uh, this whole story is a huge lie. But is, I know nobody my kids don't believe me. This is a this is a true story. True story. Okay, it's, it's only a four hour show. Is the um right. <laughs> Did you get the did you get the purse thief? Dude, I hopped on the back of the motorcycle. We we rode down the street past all the little four year olds. They all saw me and went crazy. Yes, we caught the guy. I identified him, and then I got back on the motorcycle, did some paperwork, got back on the motorcycle, <laughs> and they drove me back, and they and they dropped me off right in front of about 15 four-year-olds. It was the funniest thing I've ever done. They wow. thought I was super You're a hero wow. and a bus user. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. Uh, Jake. Yai. Yai. Bus it. So last year, our son's bus driver called his dispatch on speakerphone and quit on his way to school. <laughs> All the kids are sitting there going, um, uh, <laughs> all right, I'll work the pedals. <laughs> we we kind of got like a ransom letter from the school that if you want to see your kid, come pick him up at three. Dang. Wow. Uh, that's a pretty cool one. Thank you for the call, Jake. Uh, Rhiannon. Yay. Yay. Bust it. Uh, so I was on a regional bus in the United Kingdom going from Cardiff, Wales to London, and it was middle of the night pouring out to uh, a few teenagers that were on the bus. The bus driver thought that they were smoking, so he pulled over in the middle of nowhere and tried to kick them off. Ooh. Um, how did that go? <laughs> there was a lot of yelling, and there were a lot of passengers that yelled at the driver that, like, he can't kick them off in the middle of nowhere. Eventually, oh, you let them back well, on. They're smokers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The thing is, they weren't even smoking. He just decided that they were definitely yeah. smoking in the bathroom at the back. Whoa. They probably were. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, they were teenagers. Yeah. It's, 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 we're basically it's, describing Steve. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the call, Rhiannon. Uh, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Bus it. What happened on the bus? Well, this one's kind of weird. But it's true. I was on a Greyhound from Idaho to Oregon with an IV drip line in my arm because I was going to rescue my engagement to my fiance who had left with our only car to go meet an old boyfriend to make sure that this was what she wanted. Why Wait, the what? IV drip line? I, do we even want to know that? <laughs> like, so you're riding the dog. I mean, do they have any standards at all? Or do you just pile no. on? It's we like... accept everyone. <laughs> After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. Uh, I need a nine-year-old. 
Steve. Where do we work in our We're on the air, right? Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? I Does a, gender matter? No, what no. are you doing? Okay, no, the gender doesn't matter. I never have a use of any children in my entire life, but suddenly I need a nine year old. Steve, you're not making it better. Okay, <laughs> you're right. Uh, you're you're going to need to start explaining real okay, fast. Clarify, I need a nine year old to prove a point of mine that I've been saying for decades and eons. Huh. And I know once I present this to a nine year old, that they'll be on my side. They'll understand, and they'll prove my point for me. I think the collective brain power between the three of us that aren't you okay. can probably channel a little nine-year-old yeah. energy. Okay. We got some... Yeah. Uh, We're up to like an eight-and-a-half-year-old <laughs> yeah. intelligence. So you're... Okay. okay so I'm what is this in regards to? Marriage, wedding, and how unbelievably... If, if, if I present marriage as a proposal, like a business proposal like it is... That any nine-year-old is smart enough to turn it down. You okay? Okay. Only, so this is why we need a nine-year-old. I don't think we at this point. Can I just ten? Um, can I just make it a sort of a decision that we don't need? Like, if you're in your car right now and you're trying to get your nine-year-old to call, I don't think we want to do that. Oh, is that not? Maybe a just have your nine-year-old hear Steve's proposal. I I okay. feel real super uneasy. Right. I never thought it through. This, you're right. About, didn't think it through. You know, just having you and a browbeat a nine-year-old about I'm the stupidity. I'm confused because. Why are you trying to get a nine-year-old? Like, sure, I understand you're trying to say it's a simple that, thing that, that they can understand. Are so stupid when they agree. Oh, so, mar- so you, you a- said two things there for a second. You're saying marriage and wedding. So it's not the wedding. Oh, you're right. It's, it's, it's the marriage. It's, you think the institution of marriage? Yes. Is but still, stupid. why a nine-year-old? Yeah, I, because, I do. I'm with you. I, I, because because people that agreed to get married are so stupid that if I can present this deal to a nine-year-old, even they would understand. They would understand how stupid it is. So too. you're going with the Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Gotcha. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like so you're, you're coming at it from that angle. Yes. So I think maybe we can just take your anger, okay, and your um condescension, so, so, uh, and do it without that, the the fifth grader. But present you. Um, is yeah, that how pre- the, is present that what fifth? your cases for why marriage is stupid and a sham, and that like most of the population continues to believe it. Although numbers are down, right? Aren't I they think down? So. They're starting to yeah. catch on. Finally, but the nine-year-olds are. No, the nine-year-olds had <laughs> so to figure it out. <laughs> you're the Joe Camel of marriage okay. to nine-year-olds. You want to get them young and let them know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think the reason I'm stalling before you say this is if you have a nine-year-old in your life, could you go grab them real quick and pull them closer to the radio? That would be best. I like <laughs> or, that better. Yeah. And then or worst can... case, maybe this 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 will be it on a podcast later. Like. Have your nine-year-olds gather around the dinner yeah. table tonight okay. and yeah. present Steve's present genius. Present the deal, present the offer. Yep. Even they would understand how unbelievably okay. stupid it is, and they would even they're smart enough to turn In it down. In the end, though, what you're trying to say is every single human who's ever been married is stupider than a nine-year-old. There we go. <laughs> That's what you're trying Thank to you. say. Oh, <laughs> my God. I don't know why it took me so long to it get there. It didn't. I took me a long took time. Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Why marriage is bad yeah, and I, by we're, Steve. We're going to pretend you're the nine-year-old. Okay. Okay. You guys are nine-year-olds, right? I have to pee. <laughs> are we there yet? <laughs> you're all grounded. You took okay. my fries, Steve. <laughs> okay. For you nine-year-olds in the room, yep. I have a business proposal for you, okay? Okay. I'm going to tell you my business proposal. What's a business pro- proposal? Oh, my God. <laughs> you you brought this on yourself, bro. You asked for nine-year-olds, and we're, we're bringing the and noise. And your attention spans are nil. Okay. Um, I'm going to present this to you, and then after I present it to you, nine-year-olds, yep. you tell me if this is a good deal for you or not, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, you and I, we're going to, we're going to form a business partnership together. Me and you, nine-year-olds okay. together, just one of, just yeah. two people. Split it. Yes. Yeah. And, and in our business, if everything goes well, you know, everything goes really good. We're going to have fun. And it's going to be great. And we split everything 50, 50. It's awesome. 50, 50, right? Yep. Everything's we're going to have a good time. Boom. This is fun. Yes. This is sharing is caring. Nice. This is, uh, this is like, yes. <laughs> Best lemonade stand we ever did. You're the smartest nine-year-old I've ever... I need gross, net, okay. easy <laughs> nine-year-old. I believe that you were probably that nine-year-old, but like, <laughs> let T-Hack and I be our yeah. own version of nine. Okay. No, but if our business partnership goes great, yes. we're going to split everything 50-50. Okay. However, oh. if the partnership 
doesn't do well, yep. if our partnership doesn't succeed, yep. um, I get to take what I put in originally, I get to take out of this partnership, yeah. and not only that, but then you, the nine-year-old, every year of your life, you're going to have to pay me money out of your pocket. Wait, so this nine-year-old is somehow more successful than you in this, in this example? <laughs> you got a big allowance. <laughs> in some way, the nine-year-old is going to owe you support. Is what you're saying. Yes. So yes. If, our, if it goes south, now, okay. as a nine-year-old, under the terms that I just discussed, and, and would you agree to this business partnership? Yes. You're just saying yeah. that because you're just... I would because I, I like you, and I want I want to I hang out with friend. you. I want to be your friend. <laughs> and, and I don't think anything's going to go bad. You play on the playground? Yeah. I want to... I There's... Like, we get to share everything forever. That version's better than the other one. So, okay, like... The nine-year-old I, I had in my head <laughs> just sat there and knew its place, didn't speak until spoken to. I didn't realize that real nine-year-olds were here. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> this sucks. Slacker and Steve. There's a uh, story out that is going to... I don't know why this infuriates me. I, I do know why it infuriates oh. me. Because it, it, it points out what an insecure piece of hell I am. Okay. I think this, like, I have a feeling I'm going to be the lone lone man on the wall here. Okay. There is a um, licensed therapist. I love that, like, you're so <laughs> effing insecure, bruh, that you got to, like... I'm like card-carrying there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me get my diploma in the shot here. This guy named Jeff Gunta. Gunta! Um, he's talking about what is and what isn't normal in relationships. And he nails it. Why? He did. He just, yeah. I just think if you're in the right relationship, this doesn't happen. Okay. But he says it's okay to think about being with other people when you're taken. Yeah. And he, and he proved, and the reasons why. Think about being with with. other people. So you're imagining, you're fantasizing. Yeah. About for real? We all do. We're, We're all. I don't care if you're married or in a relationship. We're all looking to trade up. It's just natural. That's what humans do. <laughs> what you don't you don't mean doesn't mean you stop loving the person you're with or cherish them or honor them. It's just that when you're going throughout your day, how are you honoring them whilst trying desperately to find something better than them? That feels like the opposite of honor. I don't think you're necessarily trying to find anyone better. He just said that. No, no, that's just, that's no, the rest that's of us. Try that's is a little, it just okay. It just happens. That's what we do as human beings. We're always looking like that. But but you don't have to. You don't have to act on it. That's how you honor her by not acting on it. Oh, T Hack, we love the job you do here, but your position is posted. Just we want to <laughs> right. see. That's exactly. Well, thank you. I don't think it's that. I I agree. You're with thinking you. about other people. It's not necessarily. It's it's almost like my imagination is just like there. It is. What would happen? What would my life look like? If I was what? in a relationship, this is weird, with T-Hack. I view him as a brother, so that's a weird example. But no, that's, that's what we do. That's a major uh, search string on my like a, searches. Like a <laughs> handsome brother, right? <laughs> like stepbrother. Mm, yeah. That made it weirder. <laughs> I'm not going to imagine that one. Stepbrother, like- I'm stuck in the dryer. But, but T-Hack... <laughs> leaving the room. Uh, The only reason you're uncomfortable is you've seen the video. That's why you're uncomfortable. Wait, I... I, Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But it's... it's, Yeah, it's just imagining not necessarily like my life would be so much better. We'd have so many jokes or whatever, but just what would it look like? And then I go home and it's like, I love the life I have right now. Right now. No, that's uncomfortable for me. Hardcore. T hack nailed it. When you said, um, about the job, I, 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 my job is always post your position as the boyfriend as a mate is to you, always posted. Everyone should understand. It should always be posted. That if you check LinkedIn, he's still looking. You're like, you're still looking no matter what. Like, so if you were to get in a relationship, you wouldn't delete your Tinder profile. Or I, or I, I wouldn't. I'd have to be reminded. Hey, we're in a committed thing here. You got to go delete that. I I wouldn't do that naturally on because I'm not good with technology and social anyway. So <laughs> I love when you play dumb what? to get out of doing <laughs> what the right thing is. I what? think that's different though because those apps specifically are for finding someone for the night, finding a relationship. Whereas if you're just going your daily life, I think what this guy's talking about. He says, "Listen, there are." A ton of hot people in the world, and you're not going to magically never be attracted to anyone ever again. Right. I think that is true. Yeah. It depends on where you let that go. 
Somebody walks by. You're in a committed relationship. Somebody walks by who is, what is the girl we're obsessed with right now? Who's Ana de Armas. Thank you. I mean, I'll have to check. <laughs> <laughs> or the other one, Margot Robbie. Yeah. But like, Margot Robbie walks by. I'm going to be like, oh my God, she's as gorgeous as I I'm imagined she would be. I'm pushing you over to get to her. I get it. But I'm not going to picture her under me. I'm not doing that. I'm admiring her, her beauty, beauty, but I'm not going to allow it to go to a certain place because I don't think that's fair. To I, her. So to, you're, to, you're able to. If block? I'm in a committed relationship, I gotta stop it. I okay. like because you you do have to be in control of your like junk. But so then, it, do you watch? I don't. Yes. Okay. How is that different? Because I'm just watching them. I'm not picturing me as him. Like, when you watch adult stuff, you're picturing you as them? On TikTok, we call it corn, so. Okay, corn. corn. If you're corn in it, are you, do you, I guess that's the question. Like, when you're watching an adult thing, are you, so I think that if you're a POV guy, which is point of view, like, if you're watching, if you don't get to see the guy, it's like, he's looking down at his junk as it does whatever. Okay. Then you are sort of picturing yourself. I'm not a POV guy. Like, so yeah. I'll watch, I'll watch stuff where there's no men. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, but you picture yourself in there somewhere doing something. I picture myself in the room watching it. <laughs> Holding a fan or yes. something. Oh, I don't picture. You're like the best grip guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. yes. You don't picture. But so you're able to physically block that I'm next level. I'm just watching a of... hot relationsy thing. I'm not putting myself in that situation. Ever. I don't think I do. I Maybe. I, so I'm finding out right now that I guess I'm weird, but I don't go like. Yes, that's me with that girl. It's but, that not, would, but that would be natural if you did. In fact, you're, you're fighting the natural. You're, you're doing the unnatural. You need to. Right. So being faithful is fighting the natural. And that it takes a big person to do that. You're not acting on it. You can I'm think very it, confused on how, like, when we started this, you said that. I think I'm the only person who doesn't think it's okay to think about other people. I don't. But you can't I don't help think it. it's okay. Your brain sometimes, you can't help I, it. Though. I think that they're beautiful, but right? I don't think that I'm going to jump inside of it. You're, you're right. <laughs> it's like admiring I, beauty in a painting. You're all the way the other way. You're like constantly saying you're not just wanting to sleep with them, but like trade up your words. Yeah, you're human, constantly interviewing for the next. Yes. That's The dark. position is always open. T-Hack nailed it. No, I think yes. I think Aaron nailed it because I think it's natural to see and to have those thoughts, but it's where you stop it, like yeah. she said. Like if if you once you like it should you if you're in a committed relationship pretty quick, it should be like, but what I have is better than what that could possibly be. So I'm not even gonna entertain those thoughts, right? Just like you said, like once you get home, it's like, oh, but, but this life is what I want. You're right? thinking of how great it would be having inside jokes with No, I'm no. listening to the station. <laughs> and you're listening to Tiak going, oh my God, he's so funny. And, and his then, hair is so beautiful. <laughs> oh my God. Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. Uh, we need a parenting um, consortium here. Um, when is it okay to give your kids caffeine? I'm just wondering, did you get, did you get caffeine when you were a kid? I didn't know. That's not true. I didn't drink soda or coffee. Really? I thought you drank Shasta. No. Oh, taste it, tasted it, but I never, on a regular Your parents consistent. didn't give you soda? I know, weird, right? You were a rich kid. Yeah, we never drank, <laughs> so, and we never took, me and my sister never took to soda or coffee. Hmm. I think Fanta's caffeine-free, usually orange soda and root beer and Sprite and like yeah. the light I've sodas are caffeine-free. Sodas. Yeah, I've had them all. So I You've had them all them. now, but you didn't have them as a child? Uh-uh. We never that's even... so weird. I had them when I was a child. Now I will not drink them. See, that's, Wow. When did you start drinking caffeine then? Like, I know you, no kid wants coffee. And that's not true. Now kids want coffee. Yeah. I was going to ask you. They do? You see them every morning lying on a dropping kids off at school. You mentioned one time that <laughs> if you, 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 you cannot see a kid without a coffee. It's, it's like being the kid when we were young who had Jordans or who had like the cool Izod shirt as oh, opposed this is status. to it's a hundred percent absolutely mm. and, their, and their parents want their kids to have status with their coffees like you should try if school in your hood it, like the bell rings at 8 30 you can't you should not go anywhere near the starbucks near the school for like an hour on on the one side of that because it's 
a flipping zoo. I used to go to Starbucks before class, and I knew I would be late, so I would text my teacher. Like, and hey, say, what do you want? What do you want? And then I'd get them coffee. <laughs> and that would get, And they would not tardy you. Yeah. What? I'm dead serious. It's weird. And I'm, I'm talking about, I don't think I saw it at elementary school, but middle school for sure, which mm-hmm. is how old? Like 10? Yeah. 11? Yeah. 11? But, it, but it's always 11? from a place. It's, they're not bringing it in a thermos mm-hmm. or making right. it at you home. You walk in with a Yeti of your own, you're not getting in with it, one. The teachers aren't oh, going to, yeah. because they're going to think you've got, you know, That's true. you're steaming it with a vodka yeah. soda <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But like, it's definitely a badge of honor. Yeah. I, I just, it's almost like a cell phone. Like, what's the age when you let your kids do it? And it, like the age, for some reason, I feel like coffee, you should wait longer. But like now that I think about it, I, I, I remember getting like soda pop when I was very young. It doesn't stunt your growth like the big threat always was. Are you sure? Because look at me. I no, that was from an airplane door. No, that was, <laughs> that was like later, but like I don't. I, it could have. It could have stunned. Well, you. that's why I never drank coffee because I always heard coffee stunted your growth. And I was a basketball player. I wanted to be as tall as possible. Right. I was still drinking soda. I didn't realize it was the caffeine that was supposed to. I thought it was just coffee did it. I didn't know. How old were you when you were drinking soda? I probably. I mean, we always had diet caffeine free soda at the house. What's the point? Yeah. It's like drinking near beer. <laughs> Not, yeah. Oh, I just yeah. want to get fat. Nothing. No other useful. Don't want the buzz. I yeah. want the chemicals that kill you, and none of them that make you feel good. Not much. Well, so I I grew up kind of drinking that, thinking that was oh, this is good. This diet caffeine free Mountain Dew is pretty good. But then when I would go to a friend's house when I was probably six or seven and had the the real stuff, the uncut mm. stuff, Ooh. and it was game over at that What'd point. What'd you get? Uh, like just soda, Mountain Dew, Pepsi. You got Coke. Dew when you were six? Probably, yeah, around there. But then Dude, I that's but like then... doing meth in middle school. <laughs> Are you kidding yeah. me? A six-year-old on Mountain Dew. Well, let me ask you this: You have your triple pump coffee thing. Yes. What's the, is, is that equivalent to one can of soda for tea hack, or is that? Three? I don't know. Triple shot of espresso is probably, I don't know how many milligrams. Because I also drink like a Red Bull. Which is like a hundred milligrams, Jeez. I think, of caffeine. Ugh. I know people who take caffeine pills oh. in addition to come on um, soda. I should try that. No, no. I'm serious. <laughs> if you're tired of the ca- packing the calories on with all the coffee you got to drink, the yeah. caffeine pills are apparently the way to go. To, uh, to go, although like I don't like it because I feel like I'm falling forward. So why don't we give the kids pills then? So they're not walking around with crap in their hands. Um, the problem pills. is, like, I don't know where you get caffeine pills. So what the friend that I know that was doing the equivalent was doing Sudafed instead. Please, kids, oh. don't try this. And Sudafed's one of the ones where you have to give your ID yeah. at the counter. And so yeah. they started to get like a little red flag at all the pharmacies around town because they were buying too much and they thought they were making meth. So then... I would have to go buy oh my Sudafed, and then they were like, "I would buy, I would buy the twenty-four hour because yeah. I'm like, here you go, this like this, I got you the better one." And they were mad because the twenty-four hour one slow releases it in your system, oh. and they wanted it right away. Oh wow! So if you if you've got a meth addicted <laughs> friend who's trying to Jeez. you want to buy the eight hour Sudafed <laughs> along with the best do you can. <laughs> it is, I mean, I'm dead serious. Yeah, I don't remember anyone drinking coffee. Do they, What? because some schools have like breakfast and stuff. Do they have coffee? Can you get coffee on I campus at a high I school? I don't, What's probably the downside some of a kid. There's no downside. Their brains are more sharp. Hey, there's a I huge like downside. Yeah, I feel like it's not good. Oh. Because I, I, I think it does actually stunt your growth. It probably messes with your brain. The doctors say kids under 12 shouldn't have any caffeine. Any caffeine. And I'm telling you, every child that I've known, like at the age, I got friends whose kids were three years old doing a Happy Meal with the jumbo size. Because what else are you going to get with a milk? They don't want a milk with a hamburger. Who's going to eat that? Well, Steve would. Yeah, (laughs) but you're right. The kids, they don't want that. So if your kid had caffeine before 12. Jeez. They're going to turn out like Steve. What? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to turn out like me. Slacker and Steve. I got a story. Uh, if you have any police officer friends, maybe you don't want to go drinking with them. Okay. Especially if they bought a new gun. I'll explain in a second. Okay. <laughs> My story, it's just going to make your... 
It's going to make your soul hurt and your bank account dry up. That's my story. Okay. Slacker and Steve's stories of stupendous stupidity. So we're in West Midlands, England. No, pop up to the Queen. <laughs> yeah, that place. Right. Uh, apparently someone was driving a $470,000 Rolls Royce. What? Weren't watching where they were going in their no. 400. Yep. No. They ended up driving in the back of a car, smashing up their Rolls Royce. Uh-huh. As bad as that is, the car that they actually drove up in the back of yeah. was a $200,000 Lamborghini. Yeah, so we got a $470,000 Rolls Royce meeting a $200,000. Yeah, no one was hurt from the photo of the crash. No one was hurt, my soul! <laughs> right, my bag account. What? Uh, but both cars were seriously damaged. But then uh, the Rolls Royce, though, the driver drove away. It was like a hit and run. Oh, yay! Right? But uh, maybe that the person they thought was like, rented the car from an exotic like rental agency. Oh, but they did leave a photo of themselves behind with the car, so the cops should be able to track them down. So we have an almost we have a six hundred and seventy thousand dollar car crash. Dang. And that's it. no, not a thirty one car pile up. No, two, two cars. Two cars. Points. Six hundred. Dang. I, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I've got a story out of Wisconsin. Oh. It's the Florida of the Midwest. Okay. Uh, so there's a dude and his off-duty cop friend, and they decided to drink themselves a whole bunch of beers, Yay. drink themselves a whole bunch of everything. They got themselves pretty schnockered. Well, that's when the off-duty cop said, I just bought a brand new gun. Let me show it to you. Oh, no. So he was showing his friend the new gun when it accidentally got Okay. He says he never had his finger on the trigger, although no one can tell because he'd had 12 beers Jeez. before he took his firearm out. Idiots. Unfortunately, where he hit the guy was... Um, where, where did he get hit? In the you know, right there in the... I, oh, in the, the... Shot pit. his body oh, right in the oh, joke. Okay. He's got biscuit berry berry bullets. <laughs> okay. He had to have surgery Urgh. to remove yeah, the, yeah. the thing out of his... Mm. Yeah. Getting shot in the berries hurts, but crashing 670,000... <laughs> Those were all the stupid people we could find oh. for today. Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 